You're listening to the Shoulder Tap Podcast. This is Mike Sandlin, your host, and I thank you for joining us today. All of us at some point has had an individual come up to us and tap us on the shoulder or just start a conversation. And in the end, the conversation may have been something that, uh, that significantly impacted your life. And on the Shoulder Tap Podcast, this is what you do. And once again, I do appreciate you joining us on the program. And, you know, this program is generally podcast is generally for uh, ministering to men and reaching out to men. But, you know, sometimes we deviate from talking with men and we discuss significant events and activities that we believe men should be aware of and take part and take a vital interest in. And on this episode, we're doing just that. We're uh, going to discuss something that I believe, personally believe, will be a monumental event in North Carolina. And for the past few months, we have had Tanya Skelly, uh, the event coordinator for Pray North Carolina on periodically to update us about the uh, the event happening that's going to go on at Raleigh, North Carolina, on the Capitol grounds uh, on Saturday, October 14th. And today we have Tanya back, and she's brought along one of the key members of the team, Elaine Funderburg, uh, to update us on the preparations for the uh, for Pray North Carolina. Welcome, ladies. I appreciate you joining me today. Thank you so much for having us. Um, we just appreciate you so much and your support and really helping us get the word out um, about Pray North Carolina. As you said, it is, uh, I believe, monumental. I believe this is going to be historic. Um, we did this last year. It was our first one. We took seven mm -hmm. weeks to plan it. And, uh, you know, this time we set from a position, we waited for the holidays to get over. And then Elaine and I hit the ground running. And so we were at a position of seven months. So um, we've really been able to prepare well. Um, and we're excited. We're really excited because we know that um, we're hearing from a lot of counties around the state that are coming yeah. um, with buses. Um, we have some people that have chartered buses. We've got church buses and uh, we're now I've had people come up to me saying, do you know about carpools that are happening? So people are talking about <laughs> carpooling. So it's that's, that, that's great. That is super. In fact, I had somebody the other day ask me if I would write an article to put in their associational newsletter uh, here in, this, in, in September that comes out, I think, the first week of September. So there is there is definitely a, a interest that is going on around here. Have you got any idea yet of, of the numbers we may be looking at that may attend? You know, it's a really good question. Um, I mean, I I do believe it's going to be a thousand plus um, mm. just because of the feedback that we are getting. Uh, we are preparing for that in regards to our sound system because it matters mm -hmm. when you're outdoors. So you don't have the walls that are going to help um, insulate that sound. And right. so we are preparing for um, a very large group. Um, but it is, it's hard to say. I know that we have a permit for whatever comes. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. Well, good. Well, Elena, we'll turn to you for a minute. I know you've been intricately uh, involved in this and you've uh, had some insight okay. because your connection uh, directly with the legislator and, and, and some of the people there. Uh, give, it, give us your, your, your view and your, and your, uh, uh, your thoughts on this whole process? Well, I think it's, and I think it's very much needed. I remember mm -hmm. last year that Tom Phillips with the library was telling us, um, he said, I know you're a little bit disappointed with the number this year. We had about three, I think. He said, but I'll tell you, 
next have more. He mm-hmm. said, because we're going to go some hard times. And of course, in this country and in our state, we have gone through hard times. And I, we probably will go through harder times when you could have five tropical storms out in the Atlantic now. Yeah. I mean, we just don't know. Um, but it seems like, you know, it almost seems like we're seeing some of the signs that we've been told will happen in the end times. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, when we see the natural disasters becoming more and more intense. Mm-hmm. The Bible's going to be like birth pain. And so I, I feel like, I mean, we're not fearful, uh, but we want to be prepared. And the Amen. best way prepared is to pray and mm-hmm. uh, put in place the practical things that we need. This is, I think, the most important thing for us to do is to rally the people to get to pray. And my passion, too, is that we will see revival in our state. Yeah. I was legislature this past week, the day they on the overrides. And, mm-hmm. uh, and I, I'm just happy to say that uh, North Carolina had rallied a lot of people to come down there to pray. There were protesters, but it was very peaceful. Um, but we were there to pray in the gallery. And um, I remember walking across the street, the, the bridge down at the legislature, and Speaker Moore would do me. He, ha- he recognizes me. He knows what I do down there. And it is right. right. There were two men, and he said, I know you And I said, yes, we are here to pray. And so we saw the overrides go through. And, um, and that, that is putting in place, you know, some restraints and county, especially in our public schools. And so uh, we just need, you know, our country has drifted away from God. And so I feel like there are means to, that we need to be doing to bring right. the nation back to God. And mm-hmm. uh, prayer is the number one thing. And then, you know, I'm really praying for revival in our state. And that's where our emphasis is in this prayer event is to pray mm. for our state to have revival and our country. Amen. Amen. We definitely need it. I know we uh, I was teaching a class here this past week uh, talking about uh, the situation uh, the Israelites were in when they were exiled to Babylon. And, uh, and a lot of what was going on then we were seeing in our country now with the immorality and um, uh, and, and all the things that are happening in our, in our country, and not really just in our country, but in our world now, and that we, uh, we definitely need to be uh, uh, calling out to God and for his, his direction. So, Tanya, what's, what's new? What's the update? What's going on? light to the world. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, well, yes. Praise God. We see all through Scripture, and we see all around us. There is a remnant. There's always yes. a remnant. Always a remnant. Always a remnant. And so when I picture um, October 14th, it's like the remnant coming together, the remnant mm-hmm. rising, the remnant praying. And I was reminded of scripture, Revelation 5, 8. Um, and, it, and in it, it talks about the prayer bowls. It says the golden bowls are full of incense, which are the prayers of God's people. Mm-hmm. And so I read on that even a little bit further. And it says, since these prayers are aggregate of all believers praying throughout all time, they are they are about everybody and everything that is consistent with God's will. Mm. So if you pray for somebody's salvation, that prayer's in the bowl. 
If you pray for the safety or relief of people after a natural disaster, that prayer is in the bowl. If you pray that God would conform you into the image of Jesus Christ, that prayer is in the bowl. And such prayers are well-pleasing to him. And that's what we are doing is we are praying God's will. And he wants to hear from his kiddos. He wants our prayers to be, um, you know, he wants to hear from us. He wants, there's all, we've talked about this before. There's all kinds of issues as to what we are bringing to him. Uh, you know, we're praying for our elected officials. We're praying for the unborn, mental health. We're praying for godly marriages, for our students and our schools. We're praying for our pastors and local churches. Um, so all these issues that we're coming and we are coming together in agreement, believers coming together in agreement. And so it is, it is powerful. And so um, I, I just, I was reminded of that scripture and, and just the image of knowing that our prayers are going to be poured out um, is incredible. So yes, um, you know, what's been happening across the state, we have so many people that are dedicating their time and their energy, their social media, um, even their finances. Uh, we've been needing, um, a, we've had a small fundraising campaign going, so we've had people that have helped with that. Um, but it, it has been wonderful to, to hear about what is happening and people getting excited. So we have a media team that is out of Raleigh and that media team has built a team underneath them of volunteers. And so just to see how faithful they have you know, been in getting the word out across the state, um, we have uh, county coordinators and maybe 10 minutes before I got on, I had two people that contacted me that are interested in potentially coming on at, um, as oh, wow. a coordinator. So Super. it's Super. still it's still growing. It is still growing. Um, we did billboards in um, Asheville and in Charlotte, and we did that through um, a particular company. And I they asked that I mail a check. This is so God. They asked that I mail a check, not uh, not pay online or what. So I did. Well, I put Pray North Carolina's two by two card in there. Well, the woman who received that payment called me and said, tell me about your ministry. I just received your check. Mm. So she's been with uh, this particular billboard company for 20 something years and said, well, you're a 501 C three. I'm going to see if we can get you some more billboards for free. Oh my and gracious. All of this has just happened in the last couple of uh, days yes. where we're trying to get approval for this. Um, and so, again, God just going before us. Um, well, I hope you can get one of those billboards down here in southeast North Carolina. <laughs> that'd be great. Yes. Yes. Well, we're going to see. We'll, 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 they're going to they're gonna open up that door. We'll walk through it and try to Amen. see what else has in store. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Next, next week, I will be in Asheville. I'm going to be on Billy Graham's The Light Radio. Right. And what's exciting about that is they're actually in five different states that pick mm -hmm. that station up. And one of the things that we know is uh, North Carolina obviously has borders, but God doesn't, you know, he, he, his word, um, his prayers, it exceeds that. And so what we're dealing with in North Carolina is happening all around us. So if nothing else, I pray that it encourages other people in other states. Amen. Elaine, I want to go back to you for a minute. I know you're closely connected with the legislators uh, in, in our uh, legislative building and throughout the Raleigh and the Carolinas. 
and I know that uh, you've been talking about it with them, and I know that uh, they've been hearing about what's going on with Prairie Norca. What is your feeling with uh, some of the legislators? How how are they responding to this? Well, I, they probably haven't had much time to think about it yet. <laughs> we <laughs> okay. just say that they okay. have. Uh, in fact, that's what I did last night. They're so busy with the budget and with these overrides. Uh, that's their primary focus, but uh, I take flyers down there and uh, them uh, to the secretaries and to the legislators. And I would just tell uh, about what we were doing, what we're doing and just uh, encourage them to take the information back to their pastors uh, to promote it in their churches. And uh, they're very receptive, and uh, I don't actually give the legislators that much because I said they're in with the budget in the finals. They are just, for one thing, they're not kind of running a skeleton legislature. They don't take votes, and most of them come into the legislature. But they were here last week for a couple of days, and they will be back in a budget. Uh, budgets in conference committee, right? Re, you know, resolving their disagreements between the House and the Senate. And then when they get to an agreement on the budget, then they'll come back and budget and then they will adjourn. Um, they're very busy, night and day, the ones that are worth the budget. But the ones that last week, I entered that, I went around to a lot of the offices. And uh, a good many of the legislators were in, and they were very receptive. We have a lot of pastors down there now, and uh, a lot of Christians, a lot of Christians. I worked there starting in 1990, I think, for five years. And um, uh, I, I just didn't see uh, that I thought were Christians. I mean, that uh, seemed to indicate they were. Our chapel service was just maybe two or three people would come the chapel is full and uh we have um two prayer teams one in it and one in the house led by uh, representative neil jackson leon in the house on thursday morning at saturday uh and they meet for prayer and um senator norman sanders from newburn area then has the senators at the same time on Thursday morning, and they gather. But then they are responsible for doing the apple service. So I have, I've had an opportunity to really act with those that are strong Christians there because God's called them there. Right. And things I did, too, was that Bert Jones, who runs the Commission, uh, I'm very close with him, I attended the National Day of Prayer uh, we hosted this year. He does a great job. Um, and he had about 35 legislators, House members, Senate members, Democrats, Republicans, black, white, women, men, come that day, a special day of prayer, and go individually up on the platform and pray for a minute or two. That was outstanding. That, that has never happened there in all the years that I've attended the National Day of Prayer. God is doing some amazing things. Uh, in our legislature, and we we do have the uh, you know on the other side of the fence, so to speak. But they're uh, you know uh, 
most of the time they're very cordial, uh, except when it comes to some of the abortion bills and things like that. Some of them are very adamant, but you know, it's um, the Christians down there are doing a great job. Uh, we just need more. Uh, I'm thankful. I think David Lane, are you familiar with him and uh, the Renew America uh, oh, yeah. that he does? I think he's recruited a little to, you know, he meets with pastors in Carolina and he encourages them to run for public office. In fact, um, Representative Jesse, a Baptist minister at Beulah Church. And I can't remember the little town he's in, or the little area he's in, somewhere near Pinehurst. Uh, I think he was recruited by one of our top state officials. And so he and that, plus he's running his big church and uh, five children, I believe, that he has. He's just got his hands full, but he's there because God has called him there. And I've just seen amazing results. I mean, I... I worked down there. I went to Amsterdam 2000 when God prompted me to work on a bill that was a solution, I should say, to honor Billy Graham as the state of North Carolina. It took 13 years uh, to get that accomplished for not a lot of Christians down there, those leadership right. positions. But that changed. And then they passed it, honored him as favorite son. But but things, and we just see that our conservative legislature is, um, is getting a lot of things done as for our schools uh, and the parents, you know, the rights that the parents have. And I heard this morning uh, from uh, a professor at Southeastern in this program, he is training his students uh, to teach the Bible in public schools. And that's my passion, is getting the Bible back in our public schools. Amen. So, Amen. but he sent me an email this and telling me about a middle school at one of the middle schools in this area that was sharing Christ with some classmates and uh, the teacher and principal expelled him from the class where Jay Sekulow got involved. So I don't know if he's been restored. This has been the last week. So, you know, we're seeing God working, but we also see the enemy come along and try to undo things. We did last year at our Pray North Carolina. I don't know if Tanya that told you about that or not. Oh, my goodness, what happened here? But he didn't succeed. He right. didn't succeed. Uh, God uh, was victorious. At that. Oh, and yeah. uh, even the noise of uh, <laughs> Was just well, I, I know that anytime, I yes, by people in my church. I know anytime you're doing God's work, anytime you're doing God's yeah, work, and God's enemy. involved in it, the enemy is going to be close by and he's going to try to do anything he can to disrupt. And uh, I mean, I appreciate people like you and Tanya who, who stand up for, for our Father and for the Heavenly Father and for the things that are right, for the things that are biblical and going for it. And I tell you, it, it is a blessing to me. Because uh, I am a North Carolinian, I, you know, I, I grew up, I've grown up here in, in, in this here on the seaboard of the, of the Carolinas, and and uh, and it blesses my heart to hear about the number of believers that are getting involved in our state's politics and 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 trying to uh, trying to encourage uh, biblical principles in, in our 
policies and our laws and things of that nature. It blesses me. And people for like you, Elaine, who who are intricately involved in connecting with them and talking with them, that means a lot. That means a lot to people like myself who are not involved in that area. And, and more of our believers need to be connected uh, to doing that kind of stuff. And I think Pray North Carolina is a time for us to come together and pray as as a community of believers, but it's also a time for us to be able to encourage uh, those that are in those positions to make those right decisions. Uh, And I think that's so great. So great. Well, Tanya, let's go back to you for a minute. Uh, You're going to have acquired this thing too. We are. We are. that that is just wild. You're just inviting people from all over the state to be a part of this choir, and, and we are. Uh, we are. So we. I have two women that are over that, um, and I will say that you know we we've done this with wisdom. So if somebody is interested in and in, um, joining the choir, there's a, a tab that they're gonna um, that they're gonna click on, and they can fill out the information. But ultimately, they will be in agreement with our statement of faith and also be in agreement with our mission statement um, in order to participate, right? So we don't want to give Satan a foothold. Um, this is believers, those that are born again, that are going to be part of the choir from across the state. And so it is an exciting, I don't know if it's ever been done before, um, but it, it's super exciting. Yeah. Um, and I also want to go real quickly just to say, I know that David Lane, we talked to Elaine, spoke about David Lane. He put yeah. our information, I believe, in his newsletter um, Elaine also talked about Burt Jones, um, Capital Commission. So mm-hmm. he's doing a bipartisan Bible study. This is in all of our state capitals. Um, and so Burt Jones is actually doing the prayer walk. They've, um, if you will, partnered with us. And so an hour before Pray North Carolina at 11 a.m., if people would like to come early, they can join that prayer walk. And as Bert says, it's more about praying than walking. So literally, we're just doing that that absolute square block around the Capitol building itself and, and praying. And so maybe a 20-minute, really quick, uh, slow uh, prayer time. And then we end up right back where we started at the Capitol steps. Um, also want to make sure that people, two things before we move on to any other questions, is bring your lawn chairs. Um, oh, yeah. Bring your lawn chairs. And then also, I want to encourage people to to go into a season of maybe fasting prior to coming um, and with a repentant heart. Um, We talked about this early on in this conversation, um, basically where we are culture, our culture, uh, there is a remnant, but the church has been quiet and ineffective for a very long time. And it is why we find ourselves in the position to where we are. Yeah, it is. And 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 we don't want to belabor the point on, on people who are speaking or facilitating or anything like that, because this is all about prayer. But right. uh, can you share a little bit about who's going to be helping us to focus our prayers on certain areas and certain topics that we need to be praying about? Who, who's going to be helping us along in that in that process? Sure. Um, you know, I have I don't know if you are able if I get can, you know, is there any way to put the poster up on the podcast um that that won't there, not, there may be but not 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 right now okay, <laughs> so. okay. so what i'm going to do is i'm just going to quickly um would you like me to kind of show it or no 
that's up to you. You can, okay. you can, you can yeah. So, well, but I will go back to just say that. So we have people from all walks of life, um, different backgrounds from around the state that are praying. Um, right. Some are pastors. We have a pastor who is also a legislator. We have uh, someone who has um, done conferences and written books on praying. Um, we have a missionary. We have somebody that's worked in the school board. Um uh, somebody with Billy Graham, so it's it's across lay people. Um, so, uh, so basically, yeah, basically, you, there's going to be people from various different ministries and very different walks of life that's that some may recognize, some may not recognize, but they're going to help us to be able to to be able to focus our attention on particular subjects and topics of uh, that we need to be praying about as a community correct. of believers uh, throughout throughout the uh, two hour period. Uh, I think that is so good. Well, ladies, we're coming kind of up on our time, so I don't want to to uh, not tell them how to get out. Actually, for those that are seeing the actual video of the podcast, uh, they can see the website that they can go to right now, which is at www.pray-nc.com. And they can find those links that you were talking about, especially about the choir, where they can click on that and find that more information about that. And also the, the um, email. You can go to uh, info at prayecclesia.com uh, to uh, be able to get more information or if you have any questions or any of that kind of stuff uh, regarding the week activities of the weekend and what they may need to do to to facilitate getting a group together to head to Raleigh on October 14th. Is um, anything else you want to, Lane or, or Tanya, you want to add to this? Well, if people are interested, if they do go to the website, they can see we did create a poster that has um, several of the people that are speaking. So if they're interested, right. uh, we have somebody in particular, Britt Nicole, who is um Born, born North Carolinian as well. She happens to live in California now, and she is flying back, um, you know, volunteering, coming all the way back because she wants to be a part of this. And so uh, if you know Britt Nicole's music, you will enjoy, um, you know, her singing a worship song. And so, but you can see that if, if people go to our website, they can, they can see that. Super. Well, that's great. Ladies, Tanya, Elaine, I appreciate you being with us today and giving us your thoughts and bringing us up to date on what's going on. Uh, I think it's going to be an exciting time. I think it's going to be an exciting time, and we're going to really see God do some mighty work coming out of this event. And uh, uh, we're crossing, we're crossing, we're crossing denominational boundaries. We're crossing racial boundaries and cultural boundaries, and 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 just just pulling together like we need to do as brothers and sisters in Christ as we pray for our state and the people who lead our state. It, it, it is such a joy. I tell people this about when they ask me about it, I, I kind of tell you, well, you remember you remember the Promise Keepers Men's Rally back in, in 1997 in Washington, D.C.? I, I said, I kind of equate it with that. I equate it with that. And I said, it may not be as large, but it's just as important. And, uh, and so they kind of get the idea a little bit because many, many of the people that I deal with and work with, they were there. They were, they were involved with that. So that thank you, ladies. And Go that's ahead. why our email is, uh, if you look at it, it's Ecclesia or Ecclesia, because that is the church, right? That's it right. is capital C, the church, which is all over the world. And by the way, one of the things that we will be praying for is the persecuted church. Mm -hmm. 
The persecuted yeah. church is growing the fastest, um, but you know, it is, it is, it is here. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you for all y'all for listening to the uh, Shoulder Tap podcast. This podcast is a production of Cake for Your Men and Men's Ministry Coalition. And if you would, if you would please leave a comment about the program and help us as we develop more programming for uh, things like Pray North Carolina and other things that are primarily going on with the men in our state and around the country. And we just ask you to help us out as we fight the battle for men's souls. But now as we close out, I want to leave you with this blessing uh, that God will give you a rock to stand on. He will give you a brook to drink from, and he will give you a tree to shade you. This is Mike Salling saying God bless, and I hope you'll join me again on the next Shoulder Tap Podcast. 